Okay, we are recording. Welcome to Two Crazy Scoops Podcast with your hosts, A.O. and Antino. This week we have our special guest, Travis Hall, the king of comedy. He's going to talk to us about pranks, board games, and a little bit about Star Wars. So let's, uh, let's uh, introduce him here. I don't know if I'd be, I'd say I'm the king. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the jester of comedy. <laughs> So the Aaron, jack of comedy. The jack of comedy. <laughs> How are you doing, Aaron? I'm doing pretty good. Good. That's it's kind of crap. funny because, like, when we don't have the intro music, it kind of is a little more. I mean, less uh, flamboyant. I don't know. We're all just sitting here in silence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in our rooms, pretending we're actually together. <laughs> High five, everybody! <laughs> so, Travis, I have known you since I was 14 years old. Mm, yeah. And I remember that because I told you I'm 14, I'm about to turn 15. And you told me, at what age do we stop saying that? I was like, saying what? Well, I'm this age and I'm about to turn that age. Well, I am 26 or 27 and I still tell people, I was 26, <laughs> I'm going to be 27 soon. You know, my, my first memory of meeting you was we were driving together and I was like, what kind of video games do you like playing? And you're like, I like playing Smash Brothers. And I was like, really? You have that at your house? And you're like, yeah. And I was like, let's go to your house and play it. <laughs> we, we come in the door. I'm like a like a 30-year-old man. I come in the door with you. He's like, Travis is here to play Smash Brothers with me, Mom. <laughs> your mom was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I almost beat you with King DDD. And I, yeah. I'll never forget the look on your face when it got close, you were like, I cannot let him beat me with King DDD. In my own house. In my own house, in front of my mom. In front of my mom. <laughs> yeah, good times. So this yep. is Aaron, and you guys have not met before. But Aaron is from Detroit, and you're from Omaha, which are both home yeah. places. Um, Sometimes, yeah. Let me see. So I wanted to talk to you today. We we're going to have you on because of the, like Aaron likes to watch prank videos. I do. Which oh, is the one that you watch all the time? There's like this TV show. It's a, is that the three oh, guys practical, that make each other do things? You don't want Impractical yeah. Jokers? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I love Impractical Jokers. Um, yeah. I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> so Aaron, have you... Have you done a lot of pranks yourself? Um, not really, no. I have not done a lot of pranks myself. Um, in fact, I was, yeah, I've never been much of a prankster myself, but if someone around me is setting up a good prank, then I will, depending <laughs> on the situation, I will happily oblige. I will, I will uh, lend some tacit support to it. <laughs> 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 which now that. it's super hard to prank people because all you can do is prank call them right. and be like hey this is your doctor you got the virus and then it's not funny because you know anyways <laughs> I, I guess what i will say about this i've pulled a number of pranks in my life um i have not played a prank on somebody in a long time um and the thing that i learned about it is that some people can be pranked and some people cannot <laughs> and um I guess I'll mention this at the beginning. Antonio, I was Antonio was actually with me once when I pranked somebody. Um, somebody and I've been getting... pranked as well by Travis. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that. Um, well, but, uh, there's a gas station that I drive by regularly, and I tell Anna, I'm like, Travis once moved a bunch of sodas in front of the bathroom door, so I couldn't get out. Oh, <laughs> and I had to push my way out of it. <laughs> okay, I remember that now. <laughs> um, yeah, that was my bathroom trapping phase. I um <laughs> a friend of mine went into a porta potty and I drove my truck right up to the door so that he couldn't get out. <laughs> oh wow. Uh he was he was not amused by that. Um <laughs> but uh I, I will say that um there are two pranks that I, okay, if you're gonna prank somebody, um the, the best person to prank is a person that will give you the reaction that you want. So a person that gets angry, that's not the reaction you're looking for. You want, um, you want a person that's a reactionary person. 
but a person that also can laugh at themselves. If the person cannot laugh at themselves, do not prank them. It's not going to, it's not going to be funny. It's not going to turn out well. Agreed. Yeah. So, um, I have a friend, uh, um, I, her name's Tracy <laughs> and, uh, Tracy, if you're listening to this, I love you. Thanks for letting me prank you all those years. Um, she was, <laughs> she was like my go-to target and, um, uh, Tracy can laugh at herself and she, her reactions are perfect. They're so perfect. They're so sweet. And, and it's funny that, um, you know, these people, sometimes they don't realize if they just stopped reacting, you would not prank them anymore. Um, but the, the, best, <laughs> the, the, the first time I pranked her. So, okay. So Tracy lived in a, she lived in a trailer and she did not lock her door ever. She just did not lock her door. So I would, I would, you know, regularly, if I was in town, in that part of town, and I knew she wasn't home, I would go and take a dump in her bathroom. Like, I would just, and like, I wouldn't flush it. I would just be like, I'm going to do this. But, um, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. But um, this one time, yeah, the, um, my mom was with me, and Tracy was uh, with some of our friends, and she thought I was with somebody else. She didn't realize that we were there. It wasn't planned that way. It just was like I was in this neighborhood and I shouldn't have been for whatever reason. And uh, I said to my mom, I was like, hey, we should go prank Tracy. So it's just like Aaron. My mom is like Aaron. She's like, oh yeah, let's do that. So <laughs> we went into her house and, and the door's open. So we went into her house. We're just kind of looking around. I'm just like trying to think of something. And I find this package of sugar cookies. And I'm like, okay, let's hide these sugar cookies all over the house like in every place that we can think of. So we're putting sugar cookies in the toaster and in the sewing box and in the microwave and um, just like all these little, little places. And um, I throw back the covers of her bed and I crumple up a, a cookie and I spread the, 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 the crumbs in her bed and I put the, wow. the sheet back. And um, so cookies hidden all over her house. Um, so by itself, it's kind of a lame prank. It's just like, you know, there's cookies. <laughs> but the thing is, Tracy was having company that weekend. And her mom and uh, her, her, her dad, Mike, and her sister, Susan, were visiting from Omaha. And they were staying with her. And um, so they get home and uh, they start to settle in and they start finding these cookies. And they're like, why are these cookies here? And they didn't think of me because I was supposed to be at this other place. So they, um, they immediately, the neighborhood they live in is not a really good neighborhood. So immediately. It's next to a halfway house. Yes. They think that a crackhead broke into their house and ate a bunch of cookies. <laughs> and, and when they, nice. when they open the, 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 um, the covers, and discover all of the crumbs in the bed, they flip out. <laughs> and they're, they're terrified, and they're sure that the crackhead is going to come back. So they all had to go stay at a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They didn't find out, they didn't find out until when? So the next day, I called Tracy, and I was like, I didn't know she was at a hotel. I was just like, I called Tracy, and I was like, hey, how you doing? And she's like, uh... And I was like, you know, you shouldn't eat cookies in bed. And she was like, so it was like this wonderful explosion of happenstance things that created like absolute chaos just from some cookies. I'm pretty sure that's going to be the title of this episode is you shouldn't eat cookies in bed. Don't eat cookies in bed. That's a good yeah. one. So, so that was pretty good. Um, it's funny. She didn't start locking her door after that. <laughs> I was just like, what? What does it take? So, so a few months later, I go over her house. She's not home. I look in, and I'm always, I always look in the fridge. I'm just like, yeah, what's in the fridge? I want to see if there's something to eat. There is a rotten cucumber in her fridge. So I take the rotten cucumber and I put it in her bed. <laughs> and um, evidently, this is what happened. She gets home 
and gets ready for bed, turns off the light, and crawls into bed, oh. and then fills the cucumber. <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> she said she freaked out. She, uh, like, I... she screamed and she jumped out of the bed, and it was like, turned on the, I don't know if she thought it was a snake or something, but um, <laughs> I mean, I got a call at like one in the morning. <laughs> so, so that was um those are the two the two best pranks i ever pulled on tracy and uh she got me back um uh with a prank i don't think i, I don't think i can describe yeah you probably have to edit it so i, I i'll um well i'll say that there are some pranks that got me in trouble that you guys did on her <laughs> i don't remember that <laughs> someone messaged her something and then you told me what it was and then my dad asked me if I did it. And I was like, no, because the person was saying I did it. <laughs> wow. And then he was yeah. like, how did you know what they said? I was like, because Travis told me. <laughs> I got you in trouble so much. Um, it was. <laughs> I got myself in trouble. Oh, so that's all good. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh... But anyway, that's those are those are my 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 two prank stories. Um I uh, I haven't been involved in a prank in a long time, and if somebody was like, "Let's prank somebody," at this point in my life, I'd be like, "Nah, <laughs> I'm good." It's <laughs> <laughs> good to know. I like being calm and happy and <laughs> not in trouble. <laughs> not having people call you at one in the morning screaming at you. Yep. <laughs> Is there another funny story that you can relate? I think you said you uh, had like. Okay, well, I was—I had a funny story. I—I I was going to save till the end because I thought we were. Oh, wait, wait, we'll save it to the end tell, then. I can, yeah. We'll save it for the end. The I'll, best I, for last. You might want to change the name of the episode after I tell this story. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Eat cookies in bed. That's what it's going to be called. <laughs> so, Travis, another thing I know about you is board games. When I started I like hanging out with you, uh, that was the only time I had actually played something besides Monopoly. And I was very confused by many of the rules. What but, did we play? Uh, we played like Settlers of Catan. We played oh, Puerto, yeah, okay. Puerto Rico or something Puerto like Rico, that. Yeah. Um, we played this other one where it was a two-player board game, which I'd never heard of, and I cut my finger trying to set it up with you. Because like, you gave me like an exacto oh. right, and I just went straight through my thumb. <laughs> yes. Like, oh! Oh! It was... That was space, that was space Hulk, yeah. Space Hulk. I just remember standing through my hand bleeding, being like, "Why did I do this? Why did I take I remember an exacto knife? What was the point?" <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, that. Uh, we played Mafia. You're the one who taught us Mafia. Yeah, that's which right. we play that with Aaron a lot. Oh so, yeah, I like Mafia. That's Aaron, a good game with a guys, lot of people. Have you guys played Secret Hitler? No. Mm-mm. We've played Obvious Hitler, though. That's a different game. But <laughs> Secret Hitler is, is a little bit like, <laughs> like Mafia. Um, there, oh, uh, wait. You have the cards, and one of you actually is Hitler, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I played it with this group. There's this uh, uh, a good friend of mine here in Omaha. He has a son, and his, this, this kid cannot tell a lie. He is, he's so innocent. And um, the way uh, Secret Hitler works is there's the, the – um, the uh oh what is it it's what is the party that hitler was associated with fascists uh, that's it you okay. there's the fascists and the uh uh non-fascists the, the liberal no the liberals oh. that's what it is so the um the way that it's working is the fascists are trying to get uh hitler appointed as chancellor and um and they're also trying to pass pass fascist laws which make the government stronger. And um, so it's a lot of voting and like kind of lying. <laughs> and um, so at, at one point in the game, um, if a fascist law is passed, uh, whoever is president can look at somebody's alignment. They can look at it and be like, okay, this person is this. And, and then they can say whatever they want about it. So um, uh, this this girl was going to do that. And, and this, this, his kid, his name is Griffin and Griffin um, was a liberal. So uh, 
the girl that was the president was a fascist and I was a fascist and, and she was going to look at Griffin's card and I was like, hey, when you look at his card, tell everybody he's a fascist. And she's like, oh, okay. So she looks at, she looks at his card, she sends it back and everybody's like, what is he? And she goes, he's a fascist. And Griffin went like this. Ha ha ha, what? <laughs> <laughs> he picked his cards up to look at them again. <laughs> and then he turns to me and he goes, can she do that? <laughs> I just remember whenever I play games, like you kind of got tired of it because I would just sabotage everyone. Oh, yeah. So, Aaron, have you played board games with Antonio? I think the only thing we played was... Um, Monopoly. Monopoly, I think. Well, Antonio has a strategy in every game, and it's called kill himself while killing you at the same time. Uh, okay. Kind of like how he plays Smash Brothers, huh? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's when you grab the guy, and instead of throwing him, you just jump off the cliff. Right, yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. So, so yeah, that's, that was Antonio's uh, favorite, um, favorite strategy. Because yeah. I was like, I can't win, so I got to take at least a couple people down with me if possible. The people we know here still talk about you with that game we played. So um, Antonio came to Omaha with me, and we got a bunch of friends together. We played the board game. And uh, Antonio, right off the bat, had it out for this one guy. His name was Scott. <laughs> and he goes, how can I stab Scott in the back? And, I, and Scott was like, why me? And he's, Antonio was like, I don't know. I just want to do it. <laughs> the rest of the game just destroying his own forces to kill Scott. And it was like, Scott was so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I still play games like that. So yeah. I'm looking forward to playing another board game with you sometime. Okay, I'm going to change all my re- recommendations then. There. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, yeah. So right now, obviously, I hate talking about everyone being sheltered in place or something like that to that effect. But during this time is a good time to play board games because right now me and Anna have just been playing sequence like over and over again and I still that sounds lose. awful. You know? This no, yeah, I don't, playing I sequence would, listen to It's okay. Record. Sequence is all right, but with two people though, it's kinda Well, so there's a lot of things you can do. Um I, I guess I would say this. So Aaron, you live alone? I know I have a roommate. Okay. So if a person lives alone, um there's a new kind of thing that's real popular right now it's um uh print and play uh solitaire board games so they're free and um basically it's a board game you can play by yourself and uh if you basically just uh type in google uh print and play solitaire board games hmm. there's like hundreds of them you have you should look up the reviews for them to like kind of sift through them but pretty much any kind of board game you like there's a version of it you can play by yourself and with the print and play it's free so wow. that's what I would suggest if you live alone. Um, uh, two players is a, a kind of an, um, there's a couple ways to go with that. And it kind of depends on if your wife likes nerd games or not. <laughs> uh, how cool is your wife? I guess the, the question is. She's um, open-minded to playing like different board games and stuff. Okay. Good answer, so, Antonio. Good answer. <laughs> Help Travis Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, it kind of also depends on how much time you have. If you guys are home, like, and you're just, you have nothing to do look for large periods of time. Um, my biggest suggestion would be, um, Euro games. So Euro games are, um, they're not real, um, aggressive towards each other. And a reason I suggest that is because if you're just <laughs> home alone with your wife and you're playing a real backstabby game, that's a good way to ruin your day. So playing a game <laughs> that's not real competitive is a good way to go. <laughs> so um, the, uh, uh, um, the one that I would suggest is called Caverna. And it's, a, um, it's like a, a game where you are a cave farmer. Bo- both of you have your own farm and you're kind of building it. It's a worker placement game. Um, it's, it's a sequel to a game called Agricola. Um, the, the designer is called Yui Rosenberg. So Yuri Rosenberg, all of his games are very good. They're, they're all kind of about um, shepherding or farming or building communities, things like that. They're relaxing, but there's a lot of strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, um, you, like uh, Agricola, Eleanor and I played it over and over and over again. And it's, uh, it's very, it's a satisfying game to play. 
So that's what I would say for two players. Um, the, uh, if you have more than two people, there's a couple options that are really, really awesome. Um, so I'd say, do you guys like uh, escape rooms? Yeah. I've never done one, but. You've never done an escape room. I lost wow. my keys one time and I couldn't get in my house. I don't know if that's the same thing, but. That's the opposite of an escape room. But, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so escape rooms are real popular and they've made some board games that kind of mimic how they work. And there's a lot of different kinds. Uh, my favorite one, though, is, is um, called Unlock. And uh, my family and I have played a number of those. Now, the problem is, is that once you play it once, you don't, you don't get to play it again. But we, oh. just give it to, we just give it to somebody else. It, it's like uh, one game is 10 bucks, And um, it takes uh, the four of us about an hour to an hour and a half to play it. Is it like but, the one that you where you had to, or this is a different one, one where you had instructions and you have to like dismantle a bomb or something? Okay, that's no. called uh, keep, talking keep Talking and No, and no one, one Explodes. Oh. That's a video game. That's a fun one too. Yeah, that is a fun game. Um, so, I yeah, I would suggest the Unlock games. Um, it's, it's a good time there. The other thing that uh, is kind of new-ish and really fun are um, legacy games. So a legacy game is basically where they take a board game and they create a campaign for it. And uh, often when you're done with the campaign, you throw the game away. <laughs> so um, a good example of uh, probably the best one is Pandemic Legacy. If you, I don't know okay. if you played pan Pandemic. Uh, pandem I haven't, no. No. So Pandemic is a cooperative game for four players, uh, up to four people, where um, – you're trying to uh, <laughs> cure, a, cure a virus. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> yeah, and it's spreading everywhere. Spreading <laughs> um, what a way to escape from this. <laughs> it's a good time for Wait, escape. Wait, that reminds it? me. There, I think I played that before, but I thought it was the other way around. Maybe I'm thinking of a different game. Because there's one game where you actually create the... That's also a video game. Um, but you create it, and your goal yeah, is... I yeah. I don't remember what the name of that is. I've played that one. Um, no, in this one, you're you're like a medic or a, an engineer or something like that, and and you have so many actions every turn, and you're kind of working together. The legacy version of it is really awesome because uh, everything that happens in each game carries over to the next game, mm. and the next game will have new mechanics. So it'll be like, hey, this virus has mutated, and now it does this, you know, and um, and it just keeps rolling. And then, so it's kind of an experience. And there's a, a Risk <clears throat> Legacy. There's um, there's a number of Legacy games. But it's kind of a neat thing because it's kind of just like something you work your way through. Mm -hmm. Great experience for four people. It's hard to get four people to commit to something that don't live in the same house. So, you know, if, you, you know, if, if, if it's the two of you and you have two other friends and you have to meet to play this game, that's the hard thing about legacy games. It's just like, we got to play this every week. And, you know, if one person's like, I don't want to play it anymore, it kind of ruins the experience. Yeah. But if they're captive in the same house as you are. There you go. They have no choice but to play this game with you. <laughs> Before we eat dinner, we have to play this game. <laughs> yeah. Um, you had mentioned uh, games that could be played over Zoom. Yeah, um, like and, right now, I think Jackbox TV is the only one that we've been kind of doing. Hands down, the best, uh, the best thing there is. There's um, a number of uh, YouTube channels kind of dedicated to you can do this. And it honestly, playing a board game over Zoom is a little awkward. Um, mm -hmm. They do have things like Board Game Arena or uh, Tabletopia or Tabletop Simulator. Those uh -huh. are all, you know, computer games that um, kind of use physics or, or things like that to emulate a board game. Honestly, all of those apps are kind of janky. Uh, yeah. It, I mean, they crash all the time. It's just like, you know, things get stuck in the table. It's not, it's not my cup of tea. <laughs> so I, I kind of actually, I stick to Jackbox. I mean, it's, it's, some of those games can be played with 10 or 15 people. You can get quite a party going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially some of the responses. Like sometimes you have someone who's pretty like um, conservative, Fun. I guess you could say. Oh yeah. And then they like there's some <laughs> there's like the most weirdest answer in there, and so everyone chooses it, and it's like the quiet person in the group. You're like, what the heck? 
Yeah, yeah, we've had a lot of fun with that stuff. There's yeah. one, but my favorite one right now is Drawful, where it's like, it's like Pictionary meets Balderdash. So somebody draws a picture of something and then everybody else makes up what they think it is and then everybody has to guess what's your, what the right thing is. Oh. Yeah, it's Did on you... the oh. first one, I think. Yeah, because we played one where it's like you have to design a t-shirt. Have you done that one? Yeah, yeah, I've, um, I think that's four, yeah. Jackbox four. Yeah, I didn't like that one so much. I, um, we got some crazy ones. I don't we know. Always get, I don't like that game either, but we always get good really good t-shirts um i wonder if i could actually <laughs> because one of the guys kept spelling stuff wrong so it just made it yeah. funnier i don't know the, in I that might, same pack i might be able to find some old shirts the, that we did yeah that that same pack has a game where you have to come up with um something funny what is that called like two oh. people will get the same prompt and then oh you add an answer into it yeah, and then everybody has to guess which one's Quip, the funniest one. Quip, quiplash. 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 Yeah. That's the one yeah. that I'm talking about that everyone has the weird responses to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you get somebody who has a really good sense of humor, man, you can you can have a really good time with that game. I love playing it. Yeah. It gets it's my creative juices flowing, as I would like to say. Have you played House Party at all? No. Is that a... It's what is not that? that great. It's like an app. But it like takes all your information from what I read. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then it like goes okay. off. Like uh, you can, if you open the app, it'll send everyone notifications that you've joined, and it like invites them to whatever party you started. So like I joined one. I was like, oh hey, I was like, did you invite me? He's like, no, that's just what the app does. And I was like, okay, see you later. <laughs> 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 all, my, super all, all my friends down here got together a game of this it's like a it's like a submarine game on your phone where you where you uh fight each other and it takes days and days and days and i like super stabbed somebody in the back and he was really mad about it because he agreed we, we made a like a like an agreement and then i stabbed <laughs> him in the back and and then i like went to a board game night and he was there and we had never met and so we met and we we're just like okay and then my the other friend goes He's the guy that blah blah blah, uh, and he was like, uh, and the look on his face, like, it was murder. He was gonna murder me. <laughs> oh man, it's, it's like thanks, man. Okay. That's great. I'll leave now. <laughs> and so that's about all I have. Uh, that's all about about all I have for for board games. I um, I've kind of uh, started playing shorter games. You know, back when I was in my 20s, I wanted to play a game that took all day. Um, mm -hmm. I don't have the attention span for it anymore. And, and, you know, nobody I know wants to play a board game all day long. Yeah. So finding, you know, quick, easy things. So I, I will just say that the, the resource I use to find board games, other than boardgamegeek.com, which is like the best resource, is a website called Shut Up and Sit Down. Uh -huh. And it's uh, these, these um, uh, European guys that like uh, – that review board games and they're really funny but they have uh they have really good um reviews and a lot of things that i've found that i enjoy i got from those guys oh that's good yeah because i don't really yeah. know a resource as to how to look for that stuff either so that's yeah they have a youtube channel um some of their reviews are pretty funny so <laughs> check it out yeah and then for our final subject we're going to revisit well, before your epic story, we're going to revisit Star Wars, which, as I've okay, said, I never said the story was epic. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best story we've ever had on Two Crazy Scoops <laughs> podcast. It'll make you stop and think after you listen to it. You have to put your <laughs> headphones down and you'll just look out the window for a good 15 minutes. <laughs> I want you to remember what you just said after I tell the story. <laughs> a tear will roll down your eye and a smile will come to your face. Oh, so Travis, you're a big star, or I don't know, are you a big Star Wars fan? You, you know were? what? Um, I, I was. I, you know, I, I grew up with Star Wars. I'm, I'm uh, 44 years old. I, I saw Star Wars over and over again as a kid. Um, and uh, I, <laughs> I never um really wanted more star wars especially after uh what was it episode one two and three is that what they call it 
Yeah, mm-hmm. the prequels. Um, yeah, I wasn't too happy with those. Um, but uh, when they came out with the first one, um, what, I don't even remember what it was called. Phantom Menace. No, 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 no. Um, the first. Are you talking about the original? Oh, you talking about um, the Force Awakens? So you talking about episode seven? Is, the Force. So I saw the Force Awakens, and I was like, you know, um, this is very similar to uh, New Hope. Mm-hmm. Very, very similar. And you know, that didn't bother me because I was just like, everybody liked a new hope. And this is kind of like, it's not really a reboot, but it's like, they know what made that movie great. And they're kind of, they're copying it. Yeah. And I didn't, it didn't bother me that much because I mean, I mean, Star Wars copies itself anyway. I mean, when you watch Return of the Jedi and it's like, what's the, the, the big bad thing is the Death Star 2. You know, it's just like, well, <laughs> Another Death Star? Where are they getting all this money? You know, but... but They're cloning um, the money. Yeah. <laughs> so, I... <laughs> that's, that's funny. Um, so, I didn't... It, it didn't bother me. Um, I thought it was fun. So, I went to the next one. Jeez, uh, what, what is the next one called? The second the one? Last, the Last Jedi. Jedi. The Last Jedi. I almost walked out. Um... It was, okay, so I, I got this, this sense when I was watching it. So um, I, I'm going to kind of tell an analogy, because I don't not really know how to explain how I felt about this. But <laughs> when, I was, um, when I was in school, in grade school, um, the cafeteria, I, I ate lunch at the cafeteria. And the cafeteria food was really good from a kid's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as an adult now, it's probably crap. But um, <laughs> Back then, their pizza was like the greatest thing in the entire world to me. Ugh. I was just like, I want to eat this pizza <laughs> no, every single day. I remember. I was the same. I did have pizza every day in school. Yeah, it was, was just like, it was, it, was, it was, we didn't have it every day. It was just like, you know, it was like every other week or something like this. And when they had it, it was just like, it made my day. It was the mm-hmm. greatest thing ever. And it's funny because to this day, when, um, when I encounter pizza that's similar to that, it gives me a good feeling. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of thing about nostalgia is that um, nostalgia helps you remember the way you felt at another time. Yeah. And um, it, imagine if somebody got a hold of that. If somebody realized, hey, he really likes school lunch pizza. And they were like, guess what? We're bringing back school lunch pizza. And you can have it again. You can have it whenever you want. But we're also going to have school lunch lunch boxes and school lunch backpacks and school lunch uh, notebooks and school lunch, school lunch action figures. And, and we're going to make a school lunch movie and there's going to be a school lunch TV show. And every place you go, <laughs> you're going to see the pizza that you loved. Cause you loved it that much. You go. <laughs> and we're going to put it in a conveyor belt and roll it out. And you, we're going to bury you <laughs> in the pizza that you love. That's, um, that's how I felt, that's how I, I felt watching this. And the, the thing is, is that, yeah, we all grew up on Star Wars and we, we, we loved, we loved it. It was good storytelling. It was mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, the thing is, is I, I, I like the way that, um, I don't know if you've ever seen a, a review by Red Letter Media. No, but the the guys from Red Letter Media reviewed Star Wars, um, and one of the guys said something I, I I appreciated. He goes, "Star Wars now is a um, a bankrupt. It's it's creative creatively bankrupt. Mm. They have no new ideas. They're not making anything new. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the thing is that <clears throat> it really would have been uh, better if either they had just made something new and been like, this is kind of in the Star Wars universe." Or they had just took Timothy Zahn's series and been like, we're going to take Timothy Zahn's uh, oh, yeah. heir, to the, heir to the Empire, and we're uh-huh. just going to make that. Everybody loved that. Yeah. So, um, you know, they could have done that and got away with it, and it would have been fine. But I, the thing is, is that, you know, Disney got a hold of this thing that they knew everybody loved, and they're like, everybody loves this. So we're going to, we're going to strap pumps on its teats, and we're going to suck it dry, <laughs> and you're going to drink it, and you're going <laughs> to like it. And, and that's yep, how I felt when I was watching it. And, and, um, pretty much. Yeah. And when I was watching, uh, the, 
Jeez, what is the second? The the the, the last, last Jedi. When I was watching Last Jedi, I felt like I was being pandered to, and oh. I felt like it was just I I was not entertained at all. And mm. um, yeah. So I so after that movie, I was like, I'm done. I'm never watching another one of these things. This is really retarded. And I did not watch the um the Han Solo movie. I still haven't watched it. Aaron hasn't seen it. <laughs> I haven't either. Yeah. And and um I wasn't gonna watch uh the latest one. Um the last no no. Rise What's of the Rise last one? Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> See, I can't even remember what it's called. Um I wasn't gonna watch it. But I have this friend that is like my movie buddy here. And we go see movies. And um he loves seeing movies and he was just like, I wanna go see the new Star Wars. And I was like, Oh god. It's funny because I put my foot down about the uh the Call of the Wild. He's like, I'm gonna go see the Call of the Wild. And uh, I, was like, I was like, no. I was like, the <laughs> dog is a cartoon. Wait, I was like, it is, it is a up. cartoon dog. That was a good movie. I actually saw that. Boo. And it was a good yes. movie. It was but all the other movies. Of- <laughs> no, it had Harrison Ford in it, for one. Have you seen okay, videos of what so the guy Star looks Wars. like pretending as the dog? Playing as the dog? Yeah, the original trilogy, yes. <laughs> okay, but it's it's just like, it's a cartoon. He's talking. It's very good. It's a nice, family-friendly movie. Has been done. You will go see it. it. (laughs) And that's our next episode with you is going to be a review of that movie. (laughs) So I I put my phone down. I was like, I was like, Dan, I can't do it. I can't go see. I can't go see that. But so he wanted to see Star Wars, and I I was just like, okay, you know, I'll go see it. And um. I felt like I was being waterboarded the whole movie. And it's funny because as soon as the movie was over, I turned to Dan and I was like, man, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Dan was like, me too. <laughs> I, have to say, I have to say this one thing about that movie though. When Emperor Palpatine electrocuted all these ships in the entire space sky, I like burst out laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he basically force lightninged all the starships. <laughs> it's like, what is this guy plugged into? <laughs> just, I was like, when I just, I was just like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Well, so I, I guess that's that's my take on it. Is like, I don't, I, it's 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 bad. It's not good. I have People to say, not see it. I rewatched it again, and if you detach yourself from all the storyline. <laughs> <laughs> and pretend it's not a Star Wars movie. <laughs> it's if like you a Star sleep Wars through it. It's, it's good. Like a, <laughs> it's like a Star Wars fan fiction. I just pretend that some seven-year-old oh. kid wrote it. Well, hey, so, Dan, so here's the he thing: he gets all that... his lightning, and he blows up the ships, and then he comes back, and then they kill him. Uh, yeah. Hey, just one is. one quick thing that's kind of funny about the whole Force Lightning thing, since you brought it up. You know, <laughs> he's well. It, it was funny to me, at least. He's been royally wait i don't know if i can say <laughs> i know exactly where you're going with this right by, it has not by, gone well for emperor Palpatine. in the past no in the past he's okay he used force lightning in episode three when mace windu he was that battle he used it it did not work it melted his face and yep. melted his face then he used it against uh luke and that didn't go well because emperor you know Vader picked yep. him up and threw him down a shaft. It didn't work. So to me, the lesson should be, I have other powers. Let me use those instead. But no, <laughs> he resorts to it again a third time. Yeah. He And then she reflects it back at him, which he knew the lightsaber could do that because it happened before. Mm. He knew that, and he just decided to do it. So looking at it from a story perspective, that was just stupid. They could have come up with something better. Well, I, I guess what I'll say is this, is that um, the new Star Wars movies actually is just a reflection of what's going on generally in the movie industry anyway. So you think about, when you think about the current Star Wars movies, the current Star Trek movies, all these movies are is just one action set after another. Yeah. They're moving from one action thing to another. They're, it's all action. Uh-huh. Right. But if you look at, like, look at A New Hope, there's one lightsaber fight in it and how crazy is it is there jumping around is there spinning yeah. it's like it's really slow uh-huh. it, it, there's not like a whole bunch of that and there's some running and shooting and stuff like that but most of it is character development you know when you look at like uh star trek um the next generation 
how much action are in those episodes? Like a little bit, you yeah, know, you, gets beat up by somebody like every third episode, maybe. <laughs> but you, <laughs> but, you are dealing with a, you got to look at the audience too, because you're dealing with a, 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 um, a generation of people who don't have as big of a attention span. And so you have to include more action for this younger generation. It's not like you can have a long, well, you can, okay. but it's harder. Yeah, but it started off as like a cinematic movie and it moved into jumping are, around. And are stuff. you saying that uh, people with shorter attention spans are not interested in storytelling, in what good I'm saying, storytelling? What I'm saying is the, the younger generation, especially, they've been, they've been um, bombarded with all of these movies that are just action, 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 action. And not a, and with with not as much deep story development, and so they are used to it now. Like, and I'll give let me give, let me give you a good example. I, okay. I tried showing um, call the, the wild few, to it. No. no, one I tried showing to one of my friends who's what, in his mid twenties, right? I tried showing him the fugitive, the Harrison Ford version. Mm. Mm. And yeah, he had a hard time understanding the movie because the movie it's an excellent movie. But there's a lot of details. There's a lot of plot that you have to really pay attention to the movie. You can't be zoning out and everything. You have to really pay attention to what's going on because at the very end of the movie, everything gets wrapped up. And if you're not paying attention or you, you know, you kind of glance off at your phone or something, whatever, you're not going to understand what's going on. But the movie holds your attention with the story and the <clears throat> details. It's not action, action, action. Yeah, if you could have made a Star Wars movie then, like, today, what do you think would the content be of it? Well, we saw it. <laughs> we just saw Yeah, it. that was it. That, that was, was it. it, and that's why so many people hated it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess what, what I'm looking for is just a, a good movie. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, I, nostalgia is, is, is okay as a spice, but you don't want to bite into just nostalgia. For, for its own sake. It's kind of like, it's the reason I quit watching Doctor Who. Because it's like Doctor Who had some really, really good episodes. You know, I mean, you ever seen Blink? That's Remember funny because that? we just recorded a podcast yeah. last Friday about <laughs> Doctor Who. Okay. And how so, bad it got. Yeah. So it's, 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 uh, um, when it's, when it's just telling a good story, it's great. Mm-hmm. But when it's trying to be self-referential, it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> because all it's doing is being like, "Hey, remember when we did this? That was funny." I don't like that. <laughs> that's not a story. That's just that's just you being like, "Remember when we did this?" And it's just like, "Come on, that's lazy. It's lazy story." Well, I mean, to be completely honest, me and Aaron are starting this at least like five years from now. If everything's still around, you know, we'll still be able to have some nostalgia to kick back onto. <laughs> <laughs> When you can't think of anything anymore. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Aaron, remember one time we joked about that one thing and everyone thought it was hilarious? <laughs> um, uh, so that's, that's my take on it. It just needs to go away. We'll delete it off the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, the moment you've all been waiting for. I feel like I've played this up way too much. I was just like, I have a story. I'll tell it. He's like the greatest guy. story you've ever heard. Sure. I have a story. I'll tell you at the end. Now it's like the Holy grail of story. I would like to say to all your listeners, this is not the Holy grail of stories. So, uh, um, you know, I, uh, this story is about something I did when I was eight years old and, um, eight year olds can get, um, up to all kinds of Dickens. Um, and I was a pretty, I was a pretty rascally eight-year-old. Um, in fact, I was so, uh, I was, <laughs> I was um, kind of tough for my parents to raise. And they, they actually sent me to a farm for two weeks. <laughs> um, so we had these friends that owned a farm and they had four kids. Uh, one of them was younger than me. And then the other three were older than me. And they sent me there for two weeks. I don't know how they got that, uh, them to do that. But I'm pretty sure I ate them out of house and home when I lived there. Um, but I was pretty, um, uh, I got into a lot of trouble <laughs> as a kid and, um, I probably caused them a lot of, uh, uh, hardship. But, um, the one thing that, that I did when I was there and I kind of chuckle about it when I, when I think about it. So, um, the younger kid, I think he was seven and I was eight. I, th- I want to say his name was Joey. It might not be though, but, um, 
so they had they had a lot of land and um, we just kind of mess around all day and um, they had this barn um, it was way off on a hill and uh, um, we were messing around in the barn and and you could actually uh, you could actually get on the roof of the barn um, it wasn't like a normal barn where it's real steep it was kind of not as pitched and you could climb up a hill on the back and you could get up on. So we're on the roof of this barn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if I saw my kids on the roof of a barn, no, I, don't <laughs> I don't know what I would do. But like I'm eight years old and I'm on the roof of a barn. So um, you've probably had this happen before as a kid, when you're playing outside, you don't want the fun to stop. Yeah. And um, if you, <sighs> how can I say this start to feel like you need to go number two. Um, <laughs> you don't want to go because you don't want the fun to end. Uh, right. I think I, mean, I know where this is going. And now I, I <laughs> we're going to, I mean, I'm going to have to trek all the way back to the house. It's going to take a long time and we're having a fun time and the fun may not be there when I get back. So, <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm holding it in. So I'm holding it in and pretty soon, you know, it gets pretty like, I'm like, man, I got to go. So <laughs> I get this idea. I'm just like, Hey, what if <laughs> I pooped off the roof? <laughs> what? <laughs> and, and Joey is like, huh? Okay. So I climb up uh, the hill and I climb up <laughs> onto the roof and I, pull my pants down and I hang my little eight year old butt over the peak of this barn. And I've been holding it for a while. So it is like, it is, it is a really big poop. <laughs> and so, so I don't get to see it. Right. But, uh, but he gets to see it. <laughs> How I got him to agree to stand down there to see this. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> So, so, so I, I, I poop off the roof and I pull my pants up and I run down and I want to see, I want to see what I've created. Oh my God. Now this, this poop, um, probably created like a 15 foot splat. Okay. It was like, it, it was like a crater. It was, it was really wide. It was just like, Bam. Right in front of the door to the barn, too. So I get down there and I'm like, "Wow!" <laughs> and, and there's, I mean, there's no, there's no evidence left that it had been a solid thing, at at this point. It's just a bam, and and Joey goes, he's he's like, "What am I gonna tell my parents when they see this?" <laughs> and I said, "We'll just tell them Patches did it." <laughs> Wow. Oh my god. The patches is the dog. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And he, and he I swear it's like in, 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 it's like imprinted in my mind. His arms are out. It's like <laughs> like embracing the the carnage. And he goes, They'll never believe that patches is dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Oh, this episode's been brought to you by Omaha Steak. <laughs> oh god! So that's the story of how I pooped off a roof. Okay, please don't think about that after the episode. <laughs> and don't look they, out your did, window. <laughs> did they ever find out? I don't know. Until this day, I don't know. You need to find out. This is important that you find out. <laughs> this is the perfect time to do it because everyone's inside. So the right. people, you know, the time honestly, to confess. I'm pretty sure they hated me by the time I left. <laughs> so if after 30 years I call and I'm like, "Hey, do you remember me?" and they'll be like, "Yes," and I'll be like, "Did you ever find the giant poop splat outside of your barn? That was me." <laughs> that is yeah. they're like yeah it's still there it's still, it's still there. <laughs> it hasn't rained in 30 years uh, <laughs> i just you know it's funny because i i i uh 
I amuse myself by imagining that getting found by them. <laughs> Where did this come from? What is this? And, and then Joey told them what happened. <laughs> and he still has to live with that pain down to this day. And Travis oh did it. He he pooped off the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Man. So, so I have girls, so I don't have to put up with these kind of things myself. So, oh, <laughs> man, oh, that's my story. Well, thanks for sharing it with us. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, how your background is like your hoard of toilet paper. I know. I was looking at that. It is. It like, is my hoard. Yeah. Are you like flexing on us or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, you never know when you need to poop off a barn. So, <laughs> so the episode's now changed. Um, <laughs> I, I told you. <laughs> Anyways, oh. I don't know how to go after this. <laughs> I'm probably going to get some blowback from this. Everyone in this room <laughs> is now dumber for having listened to it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Travis, we're about to the end of our pod our episode do you have a psa to tell anybody <laughs> uh, don't blame your stuff on the dog you know take responsibility for your own actions <laughs> that's the only way you can truly grow as a person all right <laughs> just own so up that, is that the name of the episode don't blame it on the dog <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, thanks, Travis. Thanks, thanks for, for having some, me. Carving some time out of your day. Yep, I got. We had some good laughs. That was nice. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right. Are we doing an well, outro, or are we just huh? recording? Are we doing an outro, or are we just stopping the recording? Oh, we can do an outro. Okay. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Two Crazy Scoots Podcast with your host, Ao and Tito, and special guest, Travis. Next week, or in a couple minutes, or who even knows what time it is anymore, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening.